everyone you're listening to passion to profession podcast i'm ash your host for the show bringing you inspiring stories of people who have followed their passion to achieve incredible success in life today i have with me a very dynamic entrepreneur who is passionate about empowering others especially women and whose mission in life is to create globally visible opportunities for thought leaders and change makers she is the founder of powerhouse global organization she is a reputed business and life coach a motivational speaker and she is one unstoppable force of positivity she energizes everyone around her including me i'm honored to have lady anita bradshaw or whom i call powerhouse wonder women on the show today anita welcome to the show wow ash thank you so very much for having me what an honor congratulations thank you thank you i'm super excited and uh delighted to have you um as my guest and i do remember we probably met um a few uh couple of years ago through a mutual uh connection on twitter um i thought i think it was brenda who introduced us to each other uh, a couple of years ago and since then uh we worked together on a few projects i'm actually grateful to you uh for publishing uh my articles on uh powerhouse global magazine which You're actually welcome. yeah it actually it opened up my network so much wow i'm so happy i think um, you know being a servant leader that is always a goal to achieve you know to showcase the brilliance of others and you are one of those people so i'm happy to be part of your journey ash thank you so much and and we co-authored the book tough roads create tough people last year which was fantastic experience for me uh, lady anita i got to meet so many professionals across such varied industries um all thanks to you so oh thanks to you and others for trusting me <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you wear so many multiple different hats uh while you build your uh global network but i've always been curious you know how your leadership journey started in the first place so would love to hear your uh back story Oh thank you. I mean it's always a joy to to tell some of the stories that you know has accomplished the success of our today. Well, I started as far back as when I was 7 years old. Um I was um, appointed to take care of my niece at that time who was only 2 months old and in Africa is a tradition to help out with you know when a family mm. member need. Mm-hmm. and i was the one available to do so so i learned how to be responsible not just for myself but for other people so i learned to protect them i learned i learned to become an adult even before getting to that age so that's where the resilient spirit came from and damn unstoppable <laughs> that's an amazing journey and i did not know that your childhood influence had such a strong uh, impact on you and that to at 7 years wow that's too young you know where there's no struggle there is no strength and i think it's so true in your case uh, your struggles have actually shaped you into who you are today Absolutely. You see in every man's life there is a story to tell. Mm-hmm. And I am proud of my story. I mean it was really tough, but 
I chose to stand tall. I chose to become this person. Um, otherwise, I would have allowed those bad moments to put me on the sideline. But I chose to stand out so that I can become a voice for other people, you know, along the yeah. way. Yeah, that, that's fantastic. I would love to ask you, though. So do you uh, recall any particular time or moment or situation in your life that kind of triggered you towards your purpose? Anything like specific that ignited a spark within you? Or was it more like a gradual process of trying out new things, trying to find yourself and then figuring out what you're truly meant to do? I think I knew who I was as a child. I was different. I, I didn't consider myself as a child. I knew I, I, I have an older spirit, hence I liaise more with uh, people who are much older than myself so that uh, through there I learn wisdom and I ask uh, tough questions. I remember when I was 13, I had to represent my school at um, a quiz contest and it was filmed. Mm-hmm. Like, I was on tele at that time at the age of 13. And uh, the argument was um, the pen is mightier than the sword. So we were of, you know, we proposed that the pen is mightier than the sword. So I, I knew I was different. I knew I was a tough cookie and I knew that um, I had wisdom residing in me. That's such an interesting story. And it, it is so wonderful to see how you have uh, created your life based around your life's purpose. And, and you're so successful today as an entrepreneur, as a change maker, and, and you continue to inspire others through your work. Um, so that is, that's awesome. Uh, but oh, I know, yeah. And I know that there is no success without failure. So I would love to ask you this though. So have you ever failed in something? What was your experience like? And how did you overcome that setback in your life? Okay. I have failed several times, Ash. I have failed so many ways. Personally and professionally, I have failed. But what I decided in those moments of failure is I'm not going to stay down. You know, I remember when I was 19, I was engaged to someone I really loved, but um, he left me for my maid of honor. So that was um, one of from okay. So that's another story for another time. But um, for me, that was another moment of um, growing up and uh, dealing with emotional because I was innocent. You know, I was, yeah. I was, poor. I was, all I knew was just that love. And, and anyway, um, aside from that, traveled, um, I lost my mom. Um, I lost my mom 17 years ago, which I'm still trying to come to terms with that. But I draw strength from her death because she was also a woman who was, be, you know, who was passionate about supporting other people. So each time um, I feel like giving up, I still remember her words, don't give up on yourself. You are good enough for it. So um, her death, I draw strength from my mother's death. In business, I have lost money. I have failed several times. But the thing is, you see, life is a journey. You have to keep going. You have to keep going. And, you know, some the storm will come, the calm will come, it's like season it rolls over um but what i would say to anyone listening is no matter how dark it gets the light will always show up i love that i love that uh, the way you said it and i think it's a, it's a great reminder for all of us too that uh, you know it's okay to fail it only means that we dare to try something new um, absolutely 
right? And it's more important to kind of learn uh, from our mistakes and uh, become better person. And we learn from the mistakes of other people. If you yeah, really want yeah. to be a global influencer, if you want to be a leader, then you must open yourself up to learning and you try again and, and it goes on. So that's what it is. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, actually, it, it's the same approach that I'm taking with this podcast um, as well. Um, to be uh, honest, I know that it's not going to be easy balancing both my full time job and then running this podcast. Um, and I know that my chances of making mistakes are like pretty high, but at least, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but, uh, you know, I'm open to it and I plan to learn as I go. Um, so that's my approach. So let's see how it goes. Don't wait for it to go wrong. Don't, don't, don't expect it to go wrong. Just know that you are work in progress and you're going to learn so many amazing things as you travel on this journey. The good thing is that you have started. A lot of people are afraid to start. So you yeah. have planned this beautiful journey. And I tell you, there are a lot of people out there waiting to support you. So never you should sell yourself. Absolutely. And, and that is so encouraging. I mean, just, just what I needed to hear, actually. So thank you for that. And this kind of leads to my very next question. So how do you uh, prioritize when you have an overwhelming amount of work to do? How do you balance or how do you prioritize? Okay, the thing is, I am a bit different from so many people when it comes to leadership. I mm -hmm. don't have I don't really like structure. I'm an Aquarian. Structures don't work for us. We create structures. I love to create a structure. So um, when things are chaotic, when things are scattered, when the programs are scattered, instantly I know where I should be focusing my energy on and I work that way. So um, I, I don't do structuring. I just follow my instinct based on what needs to be done part-time and um so long as um, there is no emergency so that's the way i work <laughs> oh okay that i can totally relate to that uh, you know i am not like 100 percent organized myself and i just uh, let my inspiration drive me to do things um at times and and things do get done um i do put lot of things to do on the calendar and I won't get it on time, but then I, I'll make sure that I'll get it done. So I think, you know, the vision kind of takes us along in the direction that we are going, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, like Jim Rohn would say, do not be afraid to tear up the old plan. If the old plan is, it doesn't look clearer than you should, just tear it up and start again. So that's, I believe in that philosophy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm making a note of that too. That's a great saying, by the way. All right. So I have to ask you this, uh, Lady Anita, and this is a question uh, that uh, that specifically applies to you um, because I have seen how you network and it's absolutely amazing the way you connect with people like all across different countries, different cultures and such varied industries. So like, how do you connect so well with others? Like what just, what's your secret? What I would say is um, you need to understand who you are. You need to have an intention on your daily basis as a leader. 
Okay, mm -hmm. what is my intention of connecting with you, Ash? My intention is to support you on your journey. That was my first intention, you know, when, when I got connected with you. And somehow, you know, like they say, the universe conspires to work in your favor. So somehow the universe, almighty, has put things together to work in my favor. And because I am an energy carrier, I am energy, I carry positive energy, and I see the best in everyone that I'm privileged to connect with, irrespective of their position, irrespective of their race, their color, and all of that. So um, I am open to you know learning from other people i think i think that is one thing that has helped me on this journey that i don't underestimate anyone and i don't over um, overrate anyone i just see someone as a, a human being and and always say to myself how can i bring value to this relationship and that's a wonderful way of looking at things actually if you kind of think through the lens of how can i help uh, or how can I bring out the best in one person? I think, you know, the relationships automatically improve to a drastic extent. So that totally makes sense. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So um, last round of questions um, I want to ask, and I call this like my rapid fire round. Okay. Um, and uh, wherein, you know, it's, it's more an attempt to get to know you um, at a personal level. So you ready? I'm ready. Tell me something about you that no one knows yet uh, and is not found on any of your social media profiles. Hmm. I love, I love when, when someone asks deep questions to get one to think. Okay. Mm. Gosh, I, I, I don't oh goodness gracious me okay okay there is something yes it just came now i started writing poems at the age of 19 and that was when my heart was broken that was when i took into writing so oh. no one no one knows about that yeah and and i i think you know any kind of adversity or a tough time uh, i think it will kind of push us out of the comfort zone and something good will come out of it like your heartbreak moment isn't it i mean something great come, came out of it uh, right yeah i started writing poems yes i wrote beautiful poems but they were around love and around love and pain and loneliness and um disappointment Oh gosh! Well, you felt my energy drop talking about oh, it. Oh no, no, no! Yeah, so let's move on. But we, I, I would love to, you know, kind of read your poems another day. But uh, uh yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested in. Uh, I have not seen that side of you at all. So, all right. Yeah. So let's move on to something more positive. Your best source of inspiration. Oh, is the Bible. Name one habit, um, or routine of yours that has contributed to your success? I love, I cook. I'm a very good cook. I'm not, I'm not boasting, but economical food. I cook, and so the, the kitchen is my playground because I see cooking as an art. So it brings, um, it brings out the best in me while you know, I'm chopping up everything and just, and, and I love to do dishes, the dishes and the ironing because it's a place of loneliness where it's yeah. just me 
and the iron or the water running from the tap. So that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? Uh, it's the same for me too. I think cooking is a great uh, de-stressor for me. And uh, I, I read somewhere that even Bill Gates actually does dishes like every single day. And it's his moment of, uh, I think, reflection and uh, stress buster. I, I remember reading this in a magazine um, a few months ago. So that's very interesting, actually. I love, I'm an Aquarian. So our space is very important. So that is my space where it's just me and a lot of great ideas get dropped into my heart while I'm in, in that position. Yeah. I totally can relate to that. Don't call okay. me to do your ironing, Ash. Don't invite me to do your ironing. <laughs> All right. And now for my signature question. Um, according to you, where is the best way to turn your passion into a profession and ultimately find your life purpose? I think you see, every human being on earth has got something to offer to the world. There is no one that is empty. Otherwise, we will not be sent to occupy you know planet earth so for me a lot of people um, struggle to find that some is easier too but it starts with service it's, you know it's about doing something without asking for payment for maybe for a family friend as a child i knew that i had wisdom because my elder ones used to ask me some questions you know some tough questions and I, there's always a ready answer mm. and you know it, it it just it came naturally so yeah. but I didn't know what it was when there is a letter to be written I'll be the one to be appointed to do the, you know write the letter if someone if something happens to someone I'm the one they will call to complain to and it's like a, I'm more like the you know middleman trying to settle <laughs> quarrels yeah. so I but as I travel on the journey, I, 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 I went to develop myself. I started observing. I started associating. So your association has a lot to do with you, you know, finding your passion, you know, because, you know, other people are our mirrors. Someone will say to you, you know, you're good at this. Then it's for you to take thought. Someone yeah. will point it out, oh, you know, you did that effortlessly. So one is your association. That is the first easiest way of you know finding your 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 passion and then it's up to you to go on the journey of developing that passion and turn it into a profession uh, i totally agree with the, the association uh, part they say that uh, you know um, you are defined by the five people that you hang out with the most and uh, right so yes. Yeah. And, and I think we, uh, we should make like a conscious decision to uh, pick and choose our company as well, uh, which will determine our success. So no, you, uh, can say that again. you can say that again. Um, you know, before when I started on my journey, I was everywhere. I was, I joined BNI, I joined, I was everywhere. I was still trying to, you know, fine tune my, my craft. And as I started growing, learning, and I now understood that it's important for me to pick and choose. And that is also what has helped me to become this global influencer because I chose the right people that will influence me positively, teach me, point me, reprimand me, celebrate me, and, and point me in the right direction. Yes. 
Yeah, that is an important part. And I also like the way how you emphasized on the service part as well. Um, I think our primary goal should be to provide value to our audience and to be of service. And then the rest of the things like money and um, everything else will follow later. But our primary goal would be to be of service to someone. And I love that. Um, Thank you. Motto is you know service first, profit second. We won't always get it right, but when once your intention is right, I tell you things will always work out for you in the end. Yeah. Um, well, I think that is all the time we have for today. I could actually talk to you for hours together. <laughs> I enjoy talking to you, Ash. I remember, I remember our time with a glass of wine at Grosvenor um, Hotel in in Victoria, yeah. London. So, uh, it, you know, there are people that you can spend, you know, uh, forever with and there are people that you just want to, you know, quickly right. dismiss. So, and you're one of those people that I really, really, really enjoy talking to. So thank you for having me on your show. Oh, thank you so much. I enjoyed our conversation so much. Too. So thanks a lot and have a great day ahead. Yes. And I wish you every success on your journey. Bye for now. That was Lady Anita talking about her journey and how she found her purpose in life. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you would like to hear more passion to profession stories from experts, please do hit subscribe so you can get access to new episodes as soon as I publish them. And it would mean so much to me if you can share this with your network as well. Thanks again for listening in.